<laughs> Hello, I'm Cedric Pendleton. I can be reached on all social media platforms at C-E-D-R-I-C-P-E-N-D-L-E-T-O-N. This is Candy Kisses TV with Michelle C. So make sure that you reach out to her when you want to laugh, because she got the joint. Ah! It's the Jill of all trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kisses TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Throw that all through on that bitch that you sound like Teddy Payne. Hi, this is Kim Cole, and you are rocking Candy Kisses TV. It's your boy, Cal, baby. We're chilling. Candy Kisses TV. Girl Michelle C, don't take a person no. Yo, what's up, bruh man from the fifth floor in the ATL chitty with Candy Kisses TV. What's up, y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV with my whole girl Michelle. Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> Chelsea, aka DJ Make a Move, the Jill of All Trades, and I'm back with another banger. Now, you know what I do each and every time, right about the same time. I got to threaten you a little bit. So, we're going to go ahead and get that out the way. Subscribe now. I'm going to tell your mama. Act like she done raised you right. You know, it only costs nothing. It is free 99. Let me tell you something. I'm so serious about this thing. You got to get the, the real deal. We're going to hit you with it one time. This is a new intro to make sure you understand how serious I am about subscribing to this channel. brother listen first and foremost you have seen him on the tv screen the movie screen he been on the stage the students first of all his resume is impeccable he's been on house of pain he's been on dire black uh, man black woman oh and even one of my favorites it's, it's over now but they should revamp it true blood come on now Listen, give it up for my homeboy, Cedric Pendleton. What's happening, girl? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Go ahead and hit him with your Instagram and all your social media so they know how to follow you. Cedric Pendleton. You see my name up on the thing there. C-E-D-R-I-C-P-E-N-D-L-E-T-O-N on all your social media. I kept it simple. So holla at me and I will holla back. All right. So we finna get into your business just a little bit. Oh, don't dip into my business, girl. <laughs> when I say it's none of your damn business, I mean that. Oh, no, that's fine. We can we can scurry along when that happens. <laughs> now, when did you know that you wanted to be in the entertainment industry? 
uh, I think I was uh, 13 years old. My uncle sent me or took me to the arena theater to see Your Arms Are Too Short to Box with God, the original production with Jennifer Holliday. And I watched her command an audience. And I, I kept saying, I want to do that. I want to be able to command a room like that. And so that's the earliest recollection I have of, of that kind of thing. I mean, entertainment gets into your bones, though, girl. It's worse than crack. Yeah. Once it's in, it's in. You know what I mean? Definitely. It's like VD. Ain't <laughs> no <laughs> penicillin. Oh, yeah. Once you, once you, when you get that bug, it's on. So. <laughs> now, when you hit your first stage, was it like, um, was it acting first? or Because I know, you. I just found out myself that you dabble in the comedy field. Well, you know, I play around. I play around. The deal is, is the first time I ever hit the stage uh, on a professional level was theater. I did uh, theater in Atlanta. Well, actually, up and down the East Coast for 15 years and uh, had the pleasure of working with Ruby D before she transitioned. God rest her soul. But uh, Ruby D is the one that gave me the piece of advice to get out of theater and go to film and television. And Film and television took me to the West Coast, and I had an assistant who kept saying to me, you need to be on stage. And I'm like, well, if I need to be on stage, sign me up for a class, because I don't understand it. And so she did. And I found myself on stage uh, in L.A., and then I got booked to come back to Atlanta. And then the stand-up world kind of slowed down because I was on television. But stand-up is something that I love, man. I I freaking, I'm a fan of, first of all, of all of the greats, as well as those brothers and sisters that are grinding in the city now. But I also, you know, I got a message to be able to say a little something that get off my chest to keep me from going to therapy and slapping the shit out of somebody. Listen, <laughs> speaking of the Oscars, no, <laughs> no but, the, but when you have that writing, like talent, like, Writing can take you anywhere. It can take you poetry. Can take, speaking of poetry, because you 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 dabble in poetry too. Yeah, I do. It does do. in different lanes. Like so, when you started doing poetry, was that something that you like? This was really passionate about, or that was just how you start getting into your writing game? No, the the, the poetry thing was developed by my mother. Most people don't know that um, my mother created this environment in in our home, or in our home when we were kids. My brother and I. Um, she created this environment where we came home and we did arts and crafts and memorized things and told stories. And my brother painted and like the, the paintings that you see in the background right now, these paintings are probably 25 years old. These are my brother's paintings that he doesn't even paint like this anymore. Shout out to my brother, Michimiko.com, Michimiko.com. But yeah, I mean, you know, the deal is, is my mother created this environment. And so in that environment, writing poetry and doing those kind of things were a part of what we did. And so I had my first uh, poetry published at 12. Mm. So, I mean, just poetry is something that I've always done. And it's funny to me because it's also gravitated towards music. I mean, I find myself now writing, writing for people and doing that kind of thing. And yeah, even writing for myself, but that's a whole nother conversation different day. 
Yeah, well, look, I've been a writer for a minute. I didn't know I was a, a, a decent writer till I think high school. I've been writing, like you said, like when I started, I started doing writing music because my family is music background. Every everybody in my family do music. Okay. And I started writing, but then I think at around 15, 16, that's when you had your little first crush or whatever. You had your heartbreak and you start writing poetry and stuff. And I had my first uh, poetry published at 16 and I didn't even know I had won. Like I had won some kind of award or something and they right. all over the intercom. And I was just like, where did I win? And I was like, oh, that thing I wrote 20 minutes ago because I was mad at him. Okay, cool. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you know, it's funny because like, uh, you know, I've been writing, right. I write jokes. I write music. I write, I mean, I just, I get up in the morning and it's my way of expressing what I hear Mm-hmm. The voices in my head saying during the course of the night, you know what I mean. So, yeah. it, it's it's therapeutic for me. I, I I it's like I told somebody else. I don't know how to stop working. I I, mm-hmm. I just I I wasn't built like that. You know, I was built from a, a set of, of black men that worked every day, whether they're working for themselves or whether they're working for someone else. But we we grind, and so I take that same discipline and put it into the entertainment industry. You have yeah. to now. When you um, started doing the acting, right? So, and you said you took a class, but I know you're skilled to the point where you can teach classes now. So, when is the next class popping off? Because I need to sign up. That's, that's all I'm saying. Well, you know, the interesting thing is, is like um, I, I taught a class here because I'm in Atlanta right now. I taught a class in Atlanta uh, probably five, six years ago, and then I just I got bored, and um, I think the students got bored as well, and it's, it's just I got tired of just classes doing that kind of thing. So I started private coaching, which means the money is better. Oh, absolutely. Come on now. Less time. That part. And here's the major one. All my people are working. Everybody that I have private coached or spent time with, they're all working. I mean, you can find them on television. I'm not going to call names, but you can find oh, them. Yeah, you, you only had to do all that. All I, I know, mean, let me know where to sign up because I'm trying to be working. Well, I mean, you know, that, that acting thing is 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 like I explained to somebody else. That's a gift that God gave me that I've been working at for over 30 years. So if I ain't good at it, I need to get the out the game. Okay. And so the whole point is, is uh, it allows me to stir up the gift yeah. in others, but also stir up the gift in myself. So, I mean, acting is the first love. I, God willing, knock on wood, I, I'll be doing it until the day I draw my last breath. Now, the dope thing about it is you know what people are looking for because it's, it's horrible when you go to an acting class and you're they're showing you all the different techniques, but they can't pinpoint and say they're going to need this. They're going to want this. So you really just kind of freestyling and trying to figure it out as you go, at least with someone that's in the acting field that's working. You can say this is what's needed to be done versus people having to guess what needs to be done. Well, you know, the interesting thing about that is you start to see what's valuable in the marketplace. And 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 again, I'm preaching to me. So if I'm preaching to anybody, I'm preaching to me. You know, acting is 75 percent uh, talent. But it no, let me say it correctly. It's 25 percent talent It's 75 percent business and relationships. And so the question is, is, is your business in order? Or your relationships, are you exploiting those and trying to utilize those to get what you want? Right. Uh, like anything else in life, I mean, you can teach a monkey to, to dance, but can you teach that monkey to think? That's the, that's the, that's the thing. And so, 
So for me, you know, I, I took some time off from the entertainment industry. I, I, I had some personal things going on in family and family means more than anything career star studded. You can't put none of that on an epitaph, but I've taken the time to, uh, to get mentally strong, mm-hmm. you know, mental things. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. People need the mental things. I smoked a whole lot of weed. Okay. <laughs> so the whole the whole point is is that I've taken the time off to be able to retool, re reaffirm who I am and what I want in my life. So that acting thing is something that I do because it's a gift. I produce only because that's a freaking job. I mean, it's a job. And the only reason I write is because I hear these voices, and every now and then I get a chance to direct. And so. Yeah. yeah, executive produced too. Uh, come on, let's talk about it for the love of money, baby. Yeah. Let's- hey, for, love, for the love of money, it dropped last week on the uh, last week on on all of the streaming services. You can get it everywhere. I mean, you can get it at Walmart, you can get it at Redbox, you you can get it everywhere. So for the love of money, um, right now is streaming everywhere. We're working on. Uh, the distribution of a soundtrack to come with it because they're they're records with Carrie and Keith Sweat and mm-hmm. DC Young Fly and Rotimi and I mean so you know I'm working on uh, making sure that that comes out and so we're, we're working and then we're gearing up for the next movie which we're shooting in June but that's a whole nother conversation and that's fine because I'm going to be pulling up because I'm going to be in that movie Y'all just well, all right, pull on up girl pull on up you can lick oh, wait a minute you stand on the corner with your tootsie roll going yeah I see <laughs> When I, and, I, and, and, and I was um, humbled to be able to interview um, Melvin Childs, um, that was also a part of the movie. Um, but yeah, we we were. I mean, a good friend of mine got a chance to actually see the movie. We did the premiere, and excellent. Um, I, you know, it was so it was dope seeing people that I knew personally, and then it was just, it was just a dope production. I was like, this is pretty dope. And then I was so you know how if you in the industry any type of way, whether you're doing makeup, comedy, whatever, and you looking, you know, we got to stay for the credits. We were like, oh wait a minute, oh. I'm going to tell you this, like DC and Timmy were watching the movie for the first time and we were sitting in the theater and we were all sitting together and then all of a sudden the credits come up and DC stands up and yells and goes, what? <laughs> and then Timmy was like, what? <laughs> so, I mean, it's been a blessing. The, the, the blessing is, is you know, I, I've had the opportunity to uh, put my hands in the game. And so, you know, only God can foresee what's to come, but I got some big things planned. So we'll see what happens. Now, do you like the director hat? Like, uh, you know, we're just like, make sure that everything come together. Or do you like just being in it more? Girl, I like entertainment. I I breathe. This is, this is, this is, this is it. I mean, I, it's my life work. You know, it's like people ask my daughter you know often what does your dad do every day and she says work and they like what is he working on she was like work she got offended (laughs) they happened to be colonizers that were asking her and so she got a little offended about about that because you don't ask you know a singer what he does every day you don't ask it was just it was interesting and i told her i was like you know that's ignorant yeah, because uh, the deal is, is I love entertainment. That's why you see me in the comedy club, like hanging, <laughs> hanging out. I mean, you my people. Like, like the prime example. Uh, the the thing that like blew me away 
mm-hmm. was when you called me on the phone and I had you in my phone as an MUA because, you know, I produced a makeup conference here in, in Atlanta. And so right. that's how I knew you. And, mm-hmm. and, and like, then you were talking to me about comedy. I was like, girl, ah, I know who you are. That's what tickled me, though, right? Because I'm just like, so you didn't give your num- numbers out to random strangers? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, but you never know. Networking is key. Hey. So what it is. And in and, and that same instance, you good people. So from yeah. that particular perspective, I, I, you know, I know you guard. I know you guard me like I guard you. And that's like, like when we uh, spend time at the comedy club, I'm always impressed at what you're doing, how you're doing it, what, what you, how you're moving. And girl, I appreciate you. I mean, I'm gonna just say that straight up. I, 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 I do. I appreciate you. Like, well, I appreciate you too. Because one thing I, I don't, I, don't I, I hate when you're in an industry where people don't want to connect. If you know how they'd be like, oh no, you have to be a certain someone for me to do. No, hey, such and such, meet this person, meet this person. Let's network. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? But people right. are so in there. You know, stuffy ways. Oh, if you're not a millionaire, you can oh, fuck all that. Look, come meet this person. Because <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we all put our draws on the same way. I mean, you know, some of us are a little slower than others, but that's, that's all right. Because I got arthritis, but we ain't gonna talk about that. I'm just saying. <laughs> so the whole the whole point is is like I try to treat people with respect. Uh, every now and then, I slip up and have a bad day and may slap the shit out of somebody. But that, that's a whole other concept. That's being human. That's what we do. I mean, you know. I'm just saying. Sometimes you got to warm it up, too. And just, you know. But, but I want to say something about that. You know, because, like, I, I've had 15 people call me this morning and ask me about that slap that, you know, occurred with Will and Chris Rock. And I, and I, and I simply said, you don't know what else is really going on with Jada's health. And that stress alone on a man that's being the head of the household, it can cause like, you know, too much pressure on a pipe makes a pipe burst. Oh, yeah. And so that brother may have more pressure than we know about at this point. Absolutely, he does. You got you just, all the memes he doesn't survive. The August Alcina, the entanglements, the, it's everything is this building, building, building. And they looking at him as getting jiggy with it, Will. He'd be like, hey, nigga, I'm still from Philly, bro. Uh, yeah, look, wait, wait, like when he said, keep your old name, when he said it, I was like, that's a brother from the hood. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I was like, all, all I can think of is when he did it is, <laughs> you remember that, uh, the, the movie Five Heartbeat? Yeah. I had to prove my love. <laughs> We was like, I ain't got time to play with y'all today. No. Ah. If there was a, I mean, he smacked the pookie out of Chris Rock. But if there was one thing that I felt like was kind of like, I mean, it could have been handled better, maybe. But, I mean, again, you don't know what people are dealing with in their they natural life. The only thing that I saw on the internet that made people be like, oh, well, why do you have to do that? Because initially he was laughing at it. But when your wife give you them, you better get them. You got to get them. Is this, is this, that's what you got to do. I had this woman call me and said, "Would you, would you protect my honor in that in that manner?" I was like, "No, because it was a joke. <laughs> it was, it was a joke." But I, I can understand why. Again, if you've never been under the pressure of a person that you love being sick or being ill, yeah, or having some type of health challenge in itself. If you don't know what that's like, then you don't know what um, 
you don't know what pressure and stress really is. Cause well, see, that was the hard part too, because from from what I understand, because I'm a licensed cosmetologist too, alopecia is. I mean, it's it's something that you don't want to deal with, but it's not like it's lupus. It's not like it's cancer. So from a person that's from a comedic like. I know as comedians, we don't always have the best way to respond because we're our mind is different. <laughs> Let's just put it that it way. Is. It is. So, and then, and you go to the funny immediately. Exactly. I mean, you could be, I, I know me, I could be at a funeral and I can crack a joke. That, that's right. the place you crack a joke, but my mind goes there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My mind goes there. I mean, you know, I could be having sex and I go to a joke in a heartbeat, be like, that's funny. Excuse me, let me write this down before I forget. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm trying to offend, but that's why I was like, I, the only little percentage, you know, of understanding I had with Chris Rock, and he was like, it was just a joke, I, which I get. That's why I was just like, yeah, but sometimes your jokes get smacked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, funny is funny. And like, you know, th- that brother was rip- riffing, basically, is what he was doing, because you know that stuff wasn't written. Exactly. So he was riffing, and so. You know, it 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 crawled up on the wheel in a in a personal way. Again, yeah. we don't know what that brother was dealing with. We don't. And and I noticed even in his speech, he still did not address the health challenges that she may be facing because that's a private thing. Absolutely. And so uh, it's just interesting to me, man. It, it's interesting to me how again. Um, you know the pressures, mental mental pressures of black men. I no no disrespect to black women, just simply saying the mental pressures of black men are great. I mean, it's they are great. I I have to succumb to that. Like I've had to have conversation, sit down and have a conversation, and seek help concerning those pressures. Because that's one thing that the black community don't really focus on. Therapy is okay. Therapy is a problem. Like, oh, you must be crazy. No. Sometimes you need the therapy to make sure you don't go crazy. Look, you better pray and go to the altar and go to therapy. <laughs> like, church is not therapy. Oh, no. Because <laughs> the pre- sometimes the preacher don't know what he's talking about. Let's be real. At all. I don't saw know what he's talking about. Where she was talking about, uh, <laughs> if you watch Kev on stage, he was laughing about it, too. It was a lady preaching about ass. It was like, you... Who says ass in church? Ma'am, come on. <laughs> Get it together. Well, I mean, you know, Jesus rode in on an ass. I've been trying to be Christ-like ever since. <laughs> but we are moving on. <laughs> oh, God. If you wrote a TV series today, what would be what would it be about? And what role would you give me? Oh, if I wrote it. Uh, actually, I've written a TV series. That, okay. uh, yeah, I have. And, um, you know, I, I could very easily put you into that. Like, I, I'm, I've written a series. I, okay, so we're we doing make-believe. Ask me the question again. Because, okay. like, my head went into business to meet the girl. And I was like, wait a minute. I could put you in that. Well, I'm like, here for it. Okay. Yeah, but, but I don't need to be thinking about business. I need to be thinking about funny. No, go. Ask me the question again. Ask if me the you wrote a TV series today, what would it be about and what role would you give me? It would be um, it would be uh, how people in Alzheimer's facilities hate clothes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. First and of all, I would make you the nurse coming in to deal with the man 
that is blessed of God. You don't understand the accuracy of that, though. Because I've had yes, I do. I owned the Alzheimer's facility at one particular time in my life. And, and this dude did not like clothes. No, the woman didn't like clothes. At three o'clock every day, she'd take her clothes off at three o'clock every day. It was a countdown, huh? Look, and then so I had one of my homeboys over there at three. And so this 85-year-old woman took all her clothes off and her breasts were hanging down past her ankles. This this nigga will turn and looked at me and said, "If I didn't know we were going to the strip club, dog, I'd have brought a dollar." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! The accuracy. I I had a, a great cousin that suffered from Alzheimer's, and yeah, that's that's one of his things. He it's, it's, it's unrobing time. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> so that's why I've said to my daughter like fifty times at least. You know, when I'm old, mm-hmm. make sure that all my nurses. Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> they got to be women and they got to be fine, mm-hmm. but they got to be naked. Okay. I'm just saying. And then my, my daughter says, No, nah, we're going to have men. And I'm oh, like, oh, I bet you stay fully clothed in. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. How do I stop that? <laughs> like, can't stop it, but we want you to keep your clothes on. I bet you that'll work. <laughs> oh, like sausage factories. Go ahead. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> what is something valuable you've learned throughout the quarantine time? And how are you able to pivot in the industry? Be true to yourself. Okay. Period. Like, the heck with taking care of... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. You can't take care of a bunch of other people until you take care of yourself. So what I've learned is to take care of me before I take care of anyone else so that I'll have the strength to provide, to be the the Joseph in the situation. So the quarantine has taught me to take care of myself mentally, emotionally, and especially spiritually. Um, you can't depend on someone else to love you. You got to love yourself before you love anybody else. Well, that's right. So that's what I learned. I mean, and in and, and the industry, it's the same situation. I mean, you, you have an idea. God has placed it in you. It's valuable. So value that idea as much as you value someone else's idea. That's yeah. what you learn. Now, how did you stay motivated? Though? When you were on that lockdown forever in a day, it seemed like. How did you stay motivated in the industry? Um, You know, if you are who you hang around, mm-hmm. I hang around a bunch of uh, entertainers who, you know, entertainers are basically entrepreneurs. They're always creating, always looking for the next job, always trying to figure out what works. What? So those are the people that I hang around. Those are the people that I would call my friends. Those are the people that I, I uh, eat with, that kind of thing. So in a sense of a motivational perspective, what keeps me motivated is the people that I hang around. I mean, they're constantly working, constantly looking for the next thing, yeah. constantly reinventing themselves. I mean, so... That's it. I, I just I hung around them and uh, I stayed out of the strip club. So that that helped, too. <laughs> right. If you want to keep your dollars, you need to stay out of there. <laughs> Corona was floating. The strippers was working. Oh, yeah, they they were definitely working. <laughs> Especially Atlanta. They weren't closing down. 
They had corn chicken wings and everything. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> buy one, buy one COVID, get one free. I'm telling you. <laughs> during the quarantine, we always watching like the versus battles. So did you get a chance to see the versus battles? And oh, if yeah. so, which one was your favorite? I mean, you know, I'm an old school dude. So so the whole Patty LaBelle scenario with with not uh not Natalie, but uh Patty oh. LaBelle and what's her Man. name? Yeah. That was that was like the dopest one in the sense of women for me. And then let's be real, uh, you know, if you go to the iconic ones, these last couple of verses have been out of control. I, oh. I'm looking at the verses, going, "Oh my God, that brand has grown tremendously." And uh, knowing that I started out. Um, from a producer's perspective, being a promoter and producing and promoting concerts and things of that magnitude, it just, you know, the music, man, like over the years, I mean, UGK, come on now. Oh, yeah. It just don't get no funkier than that. And I'm a Southern dude, so that's Southern music. And like that touches me in my my soul. It just does. And even Anthony David, that Anthony David and and Music Soul. Hamilton, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Anthony. Did I say Anthony David? Yeah. Well, Anthony David. <laughs> you said the, the favorite women one. My favorite women of all time, of course, it had to be the Brandy and Monica. That's what I grew up on. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's interesting because all I, 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 I ain't going to lie. I was waiting on the fight. <laughs> you know what? I think Monica was like, if you sing one more poem, pull, pull out that notepad one more time. I swear. <laughs> I was waiting on the fight. I thought they, no, I really thought they were going to fight. I, yeah. Anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. I got, you know, stories I could tell, but we ain't going to do that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, luckily, I, I grew up with uh, Monica and then I was able to meet Brandy before. And you could tell, like, you know, people be sleeping on Brandy because Brandy is, you know, she was painted to be very, you know, t- you know, girl next door, or whatever. But Brandy and Aquarius, like me, push her if you want to see if she don't swing back. Girl. <laughs> And she grew up in California, so I mean, you know, come Carson, on, where I'm from, Carson, California, back. That's what I'm saying. So she got, she got some hood in a in a heartbeat. But in that same instance, don't sleep on Monica. I'm telling oh, you, that right cross, <laughs> that right cross, it wouldn't have been a slap. Monica wouldn't have slapped. I'm Monica been telling y'all from day one she hood. So I mean, yeah, I mean you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> and it's it's nice to see them grow up in the entertainment industry and become full-grown women right? yes. because you know it's a difference between little girl squabble mm-hmm. grown woman with money squabble grown woman right. with money will leave it right there where it is and keep walking away because it that's right you know, it's not television it's not it's not a reality show or anything of that nature it's it's really like trying to present the image that's necessary in order to grow the next generation of little girls that look up to you and that's so right. Monica and Brandy both have done that. And, and I we're gonna get this bag regardless. We ain't got word. the we're gonna get this bag. Word. <laughs> word. And wait a minute, and keep lawsuits down. Ain't no sense in giving that money to, to that the lawyer. No. Ain't no sense <laughs> whatsoever. Before we get out of the, the verses, who is your favorite rapper and singer and why? I mean, you know, again, I'm a I'm a UGK dude. I okay. I, I just, you know, I'm UGK to the to the day I die. I mean, them, that's my that's my music. That's 
That's that's how I grow up. I, I mean, you know, I got a 1987 L dog Cadillac sitting on them things, and every time, I, every time I bump UGK in it, I feel like yeah, that's this is it. You know what I mean? So don't 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 play with me and UGK. That's that's like that's sacrilegious. I mean, in a sense of from from a rap perspective, let's be real. I mean, Jay Z comes into the game, he does what he does. I mean, you got these other cats that are in the game now that are doing what they do. I mean. Whether it be little baby, you know what I mean, or you you got to commend the next generation of artists and where they're taking the music and where they're taking that kind of thing. But eventually, somebody's got to drop in and chime in and add another flavor to it. So you know who I think be getting slept on too, like I like Outkast is my, my one of my favorite rap groups of all word, time, word. But that that nigga Buster Rhymes, he just be sleeping on Buster lyrically. Come on, yeah, Buster got Buster got game. Yes, sir. <laughs> got game, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Outcast is definitely in the playlist, and, and let, let's be real. I mean, that last joint, Big Boy Drop with Sleepy Brown. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I keep saying that's classic ATL. That's classic Southern music. That's classic. Mm-hmm. That's classic us and how we how we walk is our swag. Even Killer Mike. I mean, I'm just. I there's enough rap. And culture in this particular city, especially when I say this city, I'm meaning Atlanta. There's more culture here in the sense of the entertainment industry than I've ever seen. And like I've grown up in it and had the experiences to be involved with it. So I want to push the culture, too. Okay, and what what other group will have you talking about your mama and your cousin, too? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Now, who is your favorite singer? Oh my God. Um, I know this is going to sound weird. Like this is going to show the the white side of me. But when I say this, I mean, I'm a Bonnie Ray f- fan. I, I don't know if you know who she is, but like I'm a Bonnie Ray fan. And like her music for me, like touches a chord in my soul. I like country music. Real okay. talk. Where I grew up, Florence, Alabama, which is across the bridge from Muscle Shoals, Alabama, uh, 25% of the music in the 70s and 80s was recorded, 60s, 70s and 80s was recorded in Alabama in my hometown. And so the whole point is, is that there was bluegrass being practiced across the street. The musical director from Little Richard lived two houses down. There was church music that sounded like the blues. It was mm-hmm. so, so my musical appetite or palate is different than a lot of people's. Uh, a lot of people. I mean, I classical music in the morning, then in the afternoon it becomes blues, and then it becomes hip hop, and then it becomes country, and then I go. I mean, you know, and then uh-huh. I go to Africa. I go to world beat. I mean, so my palette concerning music in itself is 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 different. And I, you know, I grew up playing drums in the church, so that's a whole nother conversation, different day. Oh, bless his name. <laughs> My day go playlist is bipolar too. I can go from Yeba to day going DMX to, to, to uh, hot chili peppers. Like, ah, yeah, it's gonna be a mixture of everything. I'm gonna get you saved. You're gonna sell drugs and you're gonna go to church. Look here, I, I told somebody else that uh, every time I go to Jamaica, I get a job, right? Uh-huh. I, I mean, it's true. Every time I go to Jamaica, I get a job. And so, except this last trip I went to Jamaica, I didn't get a job because it was in and out. But normally, if I'm there long enough, I get a job. And so the last job I had in Jamaica, I walked through the tourist area and there was this dude playing djembe. And, you know, he was 
playing these djembes and these sisters started dancing and he, he looked at me and he said, can you dance? And I'm like, of course I can. He was like, but can you play? And I'm like, watch. So I sat down with him and for the next 10 days, I was going around to the hotels playing uh, old reggae music, playing, you know, you know, congas. Well, you on, the, on the congos or on the drums? Yeah, doing, doing congas, singing, singing okay. reggae music, taking your shirt off, making the pretty ladies stop and throw money into the hat kind of deal. But that, that dude would not let me pay for anything the entire time I was there because like he kept saying, man, I'm making more money with you sitting here with me. I know that's right. He was so, like, keep body rolling, keep body rolling. Let's get this money. <laughs> so the whole, the whole point is, is that, that, that being able to like culturally go wherever there's entertainment and like throw yourself into it. It's just, such a blessing. It just is. Now, it's like I told somebody else. First time I got up to hit a ball when I was playing baseball, I could not hit the ball to save my life. But after a year, mm-hmm. I got good. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same thing in acting. The first time I stood up to, to perform, oh, it sucked. I've got tape to prove it. It sucked. Mm-hmm. But so it's the same thing when it comes to music it's the same thing. I've been honing this skill for a long period of time. We're going to see what happens. That's all I'm going to say. Now, name one of your favorite actresses. Megan Good. Okay. Megan Good is like, I mean, just Megan. Oh, my God. Like, I love um, I love her. I like Zoe too. I like the way that they craft characters and take their time and live in the in the moment of uh, being real of who that character is. So those two women, like, I mean, I, and, and don't get me wrong, Loretta Devine, lover, CCA founder, lover. I mean, but in the sense of that next generation of women that are doing with Regina King freaking love Regina. I love, I, I, I do the vets. I mean, even Angela Bassett, the vets are who they are. I mean, there's no, there's no way you can call one name and not think of somebody else and not think of someone else. Um, oh, yeah, like Viola Davis. Like. Oh my God. And look, I had this, <laughs> I had the opportunity to work with Viola in uh, the Fantasia Barrino story. And mm-hmm. Her and uh, Loretta Devine. It, I'm sitting in the middle of the two of them looking, going, oh, my God, I'm in the middle of greatness. Okay. So, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's essentially it, is the ability to be able to, the ability to be able to have a relationship with some of the greats in the game and then yet and still be able to understand that, you know, we all have our own responsibilities to put it down like they putting it down, to do what we can do to the best of our ability. That's the biggest thing. Now, out of all of the movies, TV shows, anything that you have been in, who was one person that was like just so remarkable or so rememberable in whatever scene or setting you were in? I mean, to be honest with you, it, it's, 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 it's our, it's the girl, it's Ruby D. I mean, look, I'm gonna tell you something. Ruby D, the whole time that we were in rehearsal, kept going, baby, what's my lines? Where do I go? Is this, is this the way I stay? Is this my light? Is this how I do this? 
And I kept going, is she going to be able to pull this off? But the moment they said action, mm-hmm. I watched this queen come to life. And I was like, oh, my. I literally stood there. And the director said, yo, you need to get in the scene. I was like, oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. I, can we do this over again? Uh, no, you was at all. <laughs> because that situation in itself is is like one of the is one of the most it was one of the it was one that taught me more than anything else. You know what I mean? It yeah. just gave, it gave me a reason to do this because she took the time to impart in me. It's the same reason that I take the time to try to impart in someone else. Now, what are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer entrepreneur? Don't give up. Don't listen to other people. The hell what they say. You know what you're doing. Even if you don't know what you're doing, fall flat on your face, get your ass back up and go to work. Like, that's it. I mean, you cannot be self-conscious. You cannot depend on somebody to encourage you. You can't look for somebody to be in your corner. You can't. You've got to have that self-motivating gift to get you up off your ass and like go do it again. You got on this good day. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, even from comedy perspective, I've been in situations where I flat out bombed mm-hmm. and then went back the next week and killed it. So same joke, right? Same joke. It's the room. Like you can't, you can't judge. Like one room can be here for comedy, another room could be on some other stuff. So you can't really judge it. Like some, I think I did a room a couple of weeks ago, and it was the only thing that you get mad about with comedy though is because you ha- you need the instant gratification to know if you're doing well. And I didn't get any gratification until after. Then, oh, it was I was like, wait a minute. So y'all was listening the whole time. I'm like, okay, I, I appreciate y'all was listening, but I need some chuckles in between so I know that it was good. <laughs> But again, you gotta you gotta know why you're doing it, and, right. and it, at least you know for me, because it's like I, I tell people all the time, you know, this ain't jokes for me. This is therapy. I'm up here because I'm trying to save some money from that white therapist that I hire every that year. That part. So <laughs> I mean, I just <laughs> look if I if I didn't have the ability to talk to people, it would drive me nuts. And so yeah. so that was the whole thing about that. Uh, the pandemic in itself to be able to talk to people through FaceTime and video chat and mm-hmm. to have opportunity to listen to people do comedy for, you know, cause doing comedy when ain't nobody laughing back, that's some hard stuff, you yes. know, oh my God. Some hard stuff, but yeah, you, it's perseverance. That's why we do what we do. Love. That's why we do what we do. Now name one entrepreneur you admire and why. Mark Cuban. Mm, yes, you ain't even got this plane, but if you want to, you can. Well, I mean, he, again, he don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Bottom line, I mean, if it makes do- it's like I, I was in a situation over the course of the weekend. We were trying to make a decision. It was uh, whether or not to to go with a production that I had been working on for two months. The investor was Bubu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did I say that right? He was Bubu. Okay. <laughs> and so. Uh, long story short, uh, all of the other producers were caught up emotionally in it. And I'm like, this is not an emotional decision. This is right. business. business doesn't have any emotions whatsoever. It's it's straight numbers. It's like Jay-Z says, women lie, men lie, but numbers is numbers. That's and it. The numbers didn't look look right. So we pulled you back. Know what you say about the monkey? 
Hey. Okay. Hey. <laughs> hey. And just because it's delayed does not necessarily mean it's denied. It just means one step back to take two steps forward. Okay. Because the next deal is going to be better than what you originally had. Girl, without a doubt. And like the way that we are positioning it now, you know, yeah. Somebody's going to be upset that they didn't get aboard on this train because I'm positioning this thing to win. So we'll see what happens. All right. Well, we are finally getting to the fun segments. Our first segment is Kiss or Diss. These are just celebrity crushes that I want um, who you kiss and who you dissing. Okay, go. We got Lauren Hill or Erica Badu. Who you kissing, who you dissing? I'm kissing them both. No, no, no. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill may need to go to therapy. <laughs> Erica Badu, I'm bringing some weed. Okay. So which one you which one you picking? Nah, I'm gonna kiss Erica. She got the bigger booty. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got Taraji P. Henson or Vivica Fox. Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Taraji. I'm kissing Taraji. Okay. Yeah. I'm 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 sorry, Vivica. I know you, baby, but Taraji. Okay. <laughs> he gonna fly to them DMs. All right. All right, last one. Mary McLeod Bethune or Barbara Jordan? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? <laughs> Give me Mary McLeod Bethune and them big breasts. <laughs> Give me them others. I'm kissing them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we are moving on to DAQ. That stands for dumbass questions. They're just random fun questions I want the answers to. If no. you make up a word that would be included in the dictionary, what would the word be and what would be its definition? Uh, hell, pineapple, no. <laughs> okay. And the definition is? <laughs> a swinging couple that wants you to be the third. <laughs> okay. Hell, pineapple, no. <laughs> okay. Next question. If you could smack anyone in your past that you know personally with no consequences, who would it be? The general manager of McDonald's when I was 16 years old who told me I wasn't going to be shit. <laughs> I smack your ass. And then oh. I sleep with your daughter. <laughs> you know, if we bring it about back old jobs, Marcellus, I still hate your ass. I had a manager named Marcellus. <laughs> It took every bone in my body not to run in and go over with my car. But oh, oh my God. <laughs> we're yeah. moving on. Okay. If animals could talk, which animal do you think would be the rudest? Uh, a hyena. Mm, okay. <laughs> be the rude, rudest because don't know when to stop. Mm. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? That's like that cousin that keep asking you for money and you done told them 12 times no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't know when to stop. What's the worst name you could give a church? (laughs) Church of God Episcopalian Seven Day Adventist Don't you want him? Can't you have it? Amen. (laughs) Right. That's the name of the church. All the welcome. Oh, that's a long church name. All the welcome. All right. Name three ridiculous things you would do or say to get out of jury duty. Uh, I've actually done this. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a prescription that uh, 
has to be taken every other hour on the hour. It's called Mary Jane. I have to smoke. My my uh, glaucoma back injury won't allow me not to smoke. Now, if y'all want me making a judgment on this case, <laughs> oh, God. here's the other. I hate white people. <laughs> I wish they burned in hell. <laughs> Anybody knows me knows that there's a lie, but I'm just saying. <laughs> oh God! Oh, your last one, girl. Okay. <sighs> Let's see. Oh, we are moving on to GMG. That is grinds my gangster. So name one of your pet peeves. One of my pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Being on time. Is your pet peeve? Yeah, man, you got to be on time. I know. I know. Sometimes I'm not on time. Not being on time is your pet peeve. Well, exactly. I mean, being on time. Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I'm early in my own mind. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The party don't start till you get here. Okay, I get you. Oh, y'all late? (laughs) Y'all over? It's over. He's like, yeah, it was the call time was three hours ago, sir. Uh, <laughs> right. But you know the funny thing is, is when it contain when it deals with money, mm-hmm. it deals with money. I am not late. Oh, ain't nobody late for their check. You gonna no, be? There. No, no. If I'm spending money, or if I'm like, if I got studio booked or anything of that, I am not late. I don't play that. Absolutely play. not. Because you could have called off that day. You could have called in sick. But if it's payday, you're going to get that check. Oh, you're going to get that check. You're going to get that check all day. All right. Moving on to one of our fan favorites. This is Opera That Thing Out. Now, this is where you take any song that you know a full verse to and you sing in your best opera voice. It could be a rap song. It could be a theme song, nursery rhyme, whatever you got. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Shine. All right, that's how we do that thing. Okay, okay. Now, when I sing for real, don't you count that against me. I'm counting. I'm going. Okay. We are moving on to our game, Sing a Do. Now, Sing a Do is a family friendly game that all can play. It's a music game. And what you're doing, you're singing the melody of the song, but you can only use the word do. And we have different genres we have hip hop and RB, greatest hits, pop billboard hits, country rock, sing a do favorites, old school, TV themes, and party and dances. So I'm going to do a couple of them. I'm going to let you guess, and then I'm going to let you do some. Now, I'm going to stay in the RB and hip hop lane because that's, that's the lane I know. <laughs> all right. You ready? Go. Do 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 That's funny because I can sing the lyric, but I I I don't know the name of the song, so I suck. Well, sing the lyric because that'll be. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do 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 do. That's uh that's uh that's uh grits in the gravy. The grits, yeah, Jill Scott. But what's the name of the song? Uh. See, that's that's what I'm saying. I, I suck at that, but I can. Well, that was close. It's a long. Let's take a long walk. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. I knew who it was. I knew. Okay. I knew. You get half credit. You get half credit. All right. All right. See, I suck at that. I suck at naming like naming the title of a song. I suck at that part. But I'm gonna see if I the melody and that that kind of thing. That thing that that sticks. Go. Ooh, let's see if we can do this one because I don't know if you're gonna be able to get it. Uh. 
do 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 you give up that's not janet though but that's not janet um i can hear that do it again do it one more time that's funny because I know that. I know you know it. <laughs> what is that, girl? What is that? I know Every it. time I close my eyes, I think the Lord, I've got you. I've got that is. Every time you close my eyes, baby face. <laughs> Boo. Don't be hating on my dudes. Boo. This one you better get. That's gonna be this the one you're gonna have to get. I'm gonna see if you can do some. All right. Um don't give me none, girl, because I'll suck at them. Go, go, go ahead. Anyway, go. go. Okay. Do 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 boys the men, eh? No, but boy is in the title of the song. And we oh, were that's talking about brand, uh, uh, that's, that's that Brandon. That's not Brandon. Yes, and and who? The boy is mine. See, oh. I knew that, I knew that was a boy. I knew <laughs> that was a boy. You just had a praying grandmother. Okay, Our it was a boy. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna hold some cards up to the camera, and once you pick a song and you got it, let me know, and I'll put it down. and I'll try to guess it. You ready? No. All right. Let's see here. No, I'm saying is it it's a genre, is it hip hop song? No. Okay. All the cues go. Oh, um, um, the dog, the big atomic dog. Yep. That's the only reason I could be saying cues. I wouldn't have did it that way. You're talking about my dudes. Your dudes weren't that good either. Mine was dong dong. Yours was do do. Because it's called sing a do. Dong, 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 dong. Do, do, do. All right, let's try one more. And then we out of here. Uh, what? I can't see that, girl. I got glasses on and I still can't see that. Okay. Uh, oh, I don't even know that one. Okay, we can go to another one. Give me another card. I did, I, the one that caught my eye, I didn't know. Uh, don't know. What? What? 
I don't remember how them songs go. See, titles of songs, you start to sing the song. Give me another one, girl. Give me another one. I feel like I'm playing spades and I ain't got the trump. Uh, oh, do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Thank you. Thank you. Look, my doo doo's got better. <laughs> they got better. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody that is interested in the game, Singadoo, you can order it at singadoo.com and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel because we have our game show popping over there. It's uh, YouTube slash Singadoo Game. And Cedric, please let everybody know how they can find you again. If you got merchandise, if you got a show coming up, if you casting for something, let them know. Michelle. I got, uh, you can find me at Cedric Pendleton, C-E-D-R-I-C-P-E-N-D-L-E-T-O-N on all social media. I'm in the process now of uh, dropping and working on a podcast and also working on something else. There's yeah. something else that we're working on. And and uh, I'm going to get you to come play with us when we, uh, when we reboot. We reboot in 30 days. And so I took 30 days back in order to get it right. But we, we're about okay. to go. What about you know what happened, right? You what? had to, you had to, you had to get the thirty days back so you can pull me in. You know what I'm saying? You know, well, that's you that's what it was. Jesus that's what it was. knew. That's what it was. He knew. <laughs> he answered that prayer. Oh, day you see, he know I got a praying grandmother. Hello, hello, <laughs> hello. Well, that has been another episode of Candy Kisses TV. Make sure you tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Wednesdays we go live. And Cedric, appreciate you coming oh, no. by, stopping in, acting a fool with me. And Candy you- Kisses TV is sponsored by Singadoo. Did you do it today? Singadoo. Singadoo. Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do it like this? Can you do it real quick? Go get it. Go get it. Pick a card up. Pick your genre up. Can you do it right? You're gonna wanna bribe. It's first to 21. We'll get the job done. So grab your friends and fam. Cause it's a lot of fun. Some do it with some class. But make it real fast. This time is kinda tricky. Can you do it in six weeks? Get your copy today at singadoo.com. Guess what? Candid Kisses TV has merch. That's right. You can find it at artistperiod.com. We have everything you need. We have hoodies. We have coffee mugs. We even have throw pillows and beach towels for the summer. (laughs) Get it right. Keep it tight. Listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today. Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs.